Hello, and welcome to Public Affairs on WRBH. I'm Natalie, and today I'm joined by Siri Anderson, who is the executive director of the Tulane Chapter of Women and Youth Supporting Each Other, also known for short as WISE. So welcome, Siri. Thank you for being here. Hi. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. Yeah. All right. So just um, maybe start off and tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, what you're doing. I know you're going to be a senior at Tulane, so um, yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, I'm from outside of Chicago, and I came to Tulane because my grandma lives here, and I just Fun. love New Orleans. And um, I am studying psychology and public health. So a lot of that relates to WISE's mission and sort of the things that we do with mm-hmm. our mentees. And um, I'm going to be a senior, which is it's kind so of exciting. Scary. Yeah. And so it has a lot of unopened questions or unanswered questions. Not sure what I'm going to do yet, but mm-hmm. okay. I'm excited. That's awesome. Well, congrats on being a senior. Thank you. Um, so then tell us a little bit about uh, WISE's mission and what you guys do and all of that. Yeah. So WISE is a national um, mentoring program. And so we have a bunch of different branches all over the countries that pair with universities and the universities go to middle schools in their community. And we um, every week we discuss topics about like uh, mental health, body image, identity, and um, then all of the second semester we do sexual health. Okay, nice. So then yeah. how, how did you get involved and why was this something that you wanted to get yourself involved in? Yeah, so freshman year when I came to Tulane, I was kind of surprised that it was not as involved in the community as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And um, some older girls that I knew were involved with WISE, and I really looked up to them, and I thought maybe that I would apply. And I so I applied, and I really just loved the community that WISE gave me at Tulane mm-hmm. because it just was very like-minded women and very, like, strong, powerful people that I loved being around. Yeah, that's awesome. So you guys go into um, middle schools and you host an after-school program, right? Yeah. Um, and so tell us a little bit about, like, what does a regular session look like for you guys? Yeah, so um, Wednesdays afternoon, Wise Wednesdays, <laughs> we go in and um, we try to have a few different activities for each day. And each week we have one topic. So, for example, if we were doing... Um, body image. We would have an example would be like we have one activity that's sort of an icebreaker. And so we would just kind of open up the space for people to feel comfortable. And then we do some movement-based activities and a lot of discussions because the point is that our mentees feel like they can have a voice in what we're talking about. Yeah. So what would you say like the main goal of your guys is overall like What would you want these girls to leave your session feeling like or leave the year feeling like or knowing? Yeah, the main point is that they feel like that they have a mentor and that they feel empowered. We're not there to tell them what to do. We're just there to be their friend and give them advice if they need it and just really make sure that they have someone that they can look up to, but that's not really a parent or a teacher because yeah. it's not the same type of relationship. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What do you think the value is then of, like, having someone that's older and a female? But you guys, I mean, you guys are what? So freshman year, you're 18 mm-hmm. to 22 as a senior. And then these young girls are, I would imagine, I can't remember how young I was in middle school, like 11 to think, 12, yeah, 10? 10, 11, 12. Yeah, so you guys are not extremely far removed in age. You guys have, like, you're all still dealing with being like growing into like a young woman and these girls are learning that so what do you think the value is of having someone um your age mentoring 
a young girl and rather than, like you said, a parent, a teacher or someone who's an adult and sort of far removed from their sort of situation. Yeah, I think that's what makes WISE so special because in middle school, I think it's really hard. You're very curious and, you know, you want to get to know who you are and kind of explore your environment. But it can be hard to try to open up to teachers or parents because there's a lot of like you can get in trouble or you might feel embarrassed. And then so someone who's a college age, you I think they feel a lot more comfortable just asking embarrassing questions and being yeah. themselves around us. So tell me a little bit about your guys' mentor and mentee relationship. So do you guys get paired up with one girl? Do you stick with them throughout the semester? Do you do things outside of the program? How does it all work? So each Tulane mentor is paired with uh, a mentee from our middle school. So they have the one-on-one relationship for the entire year. Okay. But then during our sessions, we also have group activities. Yeah. So it's good for people who maybe connect better one-on-one or people who might feel shy and would rather just be in the group and experience things like yeah. as they're happening. Okay, that's awesome. Um, so do you guys get together with your mentor or mentee like outside of things like do you go on little like social like dates or like go get snowballs or go to the movies or something like that yeah it's really fun every semester we try to do one special event we did laser tag this year that's so fun yeah they had so much fun and so did we and then we also had a talent show okay which was awesome that's really awesome i feel like that's a really good way to sort of build some confidence between girls i think especially since it's like run by women for these young girls the like value of having like all these older females around you and sort of like building a sort of strong female base from a young age is really important um, especially because being in middle school, you're so, I, middle school was the worst. It's like, so yeah, you're coming into hard. everything. Yeah, it's yeah. really tough. And I think that girls get so insecure in middle school and having some, I wish I had an older like college girl to like talk to exactly. or just and like make me feel more. Source. Yeah. So it's, a, it's not like we really know everything about their lives. We're just kind of like a break from their the yeah. daily nonsense that happens in middle yeah. school. Yeah, oh, God. So speaking of that, I know you guys have <laughs> um, some, like, core things that Y stands for, right? So you have critical thinking and decision-making, yeah. personal identity and self-esteem, strong relationships, um, safe community and exploration, and then community change. So um, what do you guys do to sort of implement these different pillars that Y stands for? Like, what does your curriculum look like? Exactly. So... We always have, we start the whole entire session with a topic, purpose, and message. Okay. And we always, uh, since every week it's a different topic, it can vary, but the point always is like providing information to them. We want them to think critically. We want them to figure out what they think and how they feel and Mm -hmm. kind of exchange ideas with each other and us. Nice. And we always try to bring it back to, um, since community change is one of our main points, Mm -hmm. we we kind of challenge them to think, like, is th- if we're talking about sexism, we're like, is this how you experience something? How could it be different? And, yeah. like, what can you do? Okay. We never want to make them feel like, well, I'm just in middle school. I don't know what I can do. Like, even if their community is just their classroom, they could still do something. Yeah, okay. And I like that you guys ask them what they can do rather than being like, these are ways that you can do whatever. So you kind of yeah. let them come up with their own ideas organically. Definitely. That's awesome. Um, what's your favorite thing? lesson to teach? Hmm. I think 
my favorite one is the period party. Yeah, okay. During our sexual health um, unit, we always have a period party. Okay. And a lot of that unit is very information heavy. Yeah. So this one's a little more fun. Okay. Um, we just kind of, we do um, pin the ovary on the uterus. <laughs> it's like a fun little game. All and about like just, women's health and stuff yeah, like that. And awesome. So it's just a lot of positivity and like. Yeah, it's great. That's good. I think there's not a lot of resources for young girls, especially because, like we said, middle school's the worst. And you're always so embarrassed about everything. And, like, there's so many changes going on for both boys and girls. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're just so – I feel like when I was younger, I was just, like, mortified to ask anyone anything. Or, like, I felt really stupid or really dumb asking questions. Everyone else knows this except for me. Yeah, exactly. And then no one really learns anything. So we just encourage them to to be like, it's okay to have a weird question. Yeah. It's okay if it's funny. Yeah. You know, it's all okay. We're just here to learn and like do it all together. Yeah. So have you guys been at the same school then? So do these girls um, sort of go through it every single year at the same school or um, do you have like the same 20-ish girls that do it every year? It does vary a little bit, especially when there's other after school activities going on. But since it is sixth through eighth grade, generally we have girls for about two or three years. Okay. And we've been at the school for 10 years. So we have seen a lot of different girls. Nice. Yeah. So that's good then, too. So then they kind of develop relationships with girls and they feel more comfortable to openly yeah. ask questions or talk about things that may not um, be something that they feel like they can talk about to exactly. other people or their peers. I feel like that's a good thing, too, to build that sort of peer relationship in their own school so then they can go back Agreed. and still talk about it. Okay, so then what is the most challenging topic do you think to talk about for you guys? And then also, what do you think is the most challenging from the girl's standpoint to learn? Like, what do you notice that you think is the most challenging? Um, like I said, some of the parts of the sexual health unit, like mm-hmm. the anatomy parts, are really information heavy. Yeah. But it does set a foundation for the rest of the things we talk about yeah. for the sex ed unit. So I think it's really hard to make sure that that's engaging. Okay. Uh, So what we do is we build um, reproductive systems out of candy and fruit. Okay. So that's a little more involved and it's yeah. a little more fun and everything's more fun with candy. So yeah. <laughs> I love Especially in candy as a middle school. Yeah. So that really helps. And it's not challenging in the sense that it's something that's hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. It just, I think, can get kind of boring. And okay. the last thing we want is to make it feel like school. Yeah. So that's something that we struggle with to try to make it as fun as possible while at the same time us as mentors know this is really, really important that they actually understand it. Yeah. And I think another thing that is hard is um, that sometimes people do feel really uncomfortable during that unit talking about that, especially because you don't know what kind of stigma is at their school or at home talking about sexual health. So. So you guys we just try to work just to make it very inclusive yeah. and we have what's called a brave space. Okay. So it's kind of a step beyond a safe space. It's not just that you should feel comfortable talking about whatever you want to bring up or be respectful to others. It takes it a step further and says you should speak out for what you want. Okay. Or you should speak out for however you feel, even if you feel uncomfortable. Like you not are not just safe here. You also have the opportunity to be brave. That's so I awesome. think that really encourages them even if they do feel kind of uncomfortable, 
to just kind of go for it. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I think that's a great message to send to young girls. And I like that you sort of provide them with a place or some resources, I guess, to get some of these questions answered yes. or talk about things. Because I know, like, beyond sexual health, there's just a bunch of things I think that middle schoolers don't really understand. I know, like, body image is a huge yeah. thing for us girls at that age. They're so impressionable. And especially these days with social media exactly. and just the way that people talk about each other and themselves is just so awful and I think that you kind of get bombarded with it and being so young you kind of get exactly. it really imprinted so do you guys do anything with um, stuff like that as well we actually just last year added a, um, a media session oh that's really cool yeah. I didn't know that you guys did that so it wasn't in the national curriculum okay but we really felt like it would like get through to them yeah just because I feel like that's kind of a new a new emerging issue yeah of that it really generation. is you know, and so we just tried to make them make them kind of challenge their beliefs about like, where am I getting this information about how I look? Am I getting it from social media? Am I getting it from my friends? Am okay. I getting it from mass media? Like, what do advertisements look like? And do I look like that? And yeah. like, what are they selling? So we kind of, even though that is a very abstract idea, they really understood it. And, yeah. And by the end of the session, I think they felt a lot more happy with themselves not that they didn't before but they yeah. just realized like there is a lot going on in society that tells me how I should or shouldn't look but yeah we all can agree like that doesn't ha it doesn't have to be that way yeah so I'm really happy we added that session and that yeah. we looked at it both from like social media for individuals and mass media because yeah. there's so many messages we receive oh my god and millions. it's so hard to break that down sometimes yeah and even just to break through the noise like I think you it's kind of easy to like recognize mm -hmm. But since it's so ubiquitous, it's like you just kind of get so bombarded with it that it's like you can't quite see through everything exactly. that's going on. That's awesome. I really like that you guys added that in, um, kind of keeping it up to date with exactly. the times and everything. We have to stay cool. They're in middle yeah. school. <laughs> yeah. They know so much more about social media and phones and everything. It's like Snapchat is like the way that they communicate. Like Instagram, Facebook's not a thing that anymore. I don't even know about. Yeah, literally like so a many. Video one. It's like Vine, but it's not Vine. Oh my I don't God. know. I can't. I can't keep up. I feel so old and I'm I only know. 22. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible. This is how my mom probably feels all the time. <laughs> um, so what sort of resources do you provide for these girls? Like whether it be regarding um, sexual health or mental health or um, if they just have a question or they feel that one of their friends is in sort of like a tough situation. Um, yeah. What kind of resources do you offer for each of those? So... We are, since we work in a school, we are mandatory reporters. Okay. But I think that often people present that in a really scary way. Okay. Like they say, if you say anything that could mean that you are causing harm to yourself or others, like we have to report you instead of being like, if you say something like that, we want to help you. So we try to frame it like that because okay. I think I've always thought even as a kid that that came off in a very threatening way. And yeah. I don't think it has to. And that's not the point of it. Yeah. So so that is one thing. Another thing is um, we provide um, mental health resources during awesome. our self-care session. So um, we know that they look at the Internet. They all have their phones. So mm -hmm. what we do is try to give them websites. Okay. Because we know that they'll look those up. And yeah. since they also have um, their individual mentors, we always encourage them like to reach out to their mentors yeah. And um, just I think just because Wise creates such a strong community that yeah. that even helps. 
with like anything someone's struggling with, like they feel very supported. Yeah. And then for our sexual health unit, we provide um, information about different clinics, like where you can go at their age. Okay. Um, if you need um, a parent with you and their hours and websites and things like that. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, and, okay. The other thing I was thinking is we have the question box, which is where they okay. can submit their anonymous questions in case they feel a little too awkward to ask. Yeah. It. So in a way, that's a resource because mm-hmm. then we get to kind of vet the information and okay. then give it back to them the next week. Okay, nice. So you guys can be a little bit informed yeah. on whatever issue. You don't exactly. know how to respond immediately. So then kind of going off of that, what sort of training do you guys do? Do you guys have to go through as <clears throat> mentors? Um, do you guys go through different trainings? Like do you do a national thing or um, how does that all work for you guys? Yeah, so... Our branch individually does the national training, okay. um, which is provided by Wise Nationals and okay. given to all the branches. And then um, the director's team of each branch kind of carries that out to all the mentors. Okay. And then um, we also did a training for kind of cultural sensitivity. Nice. And kind of breaking down racism. And there's a lot of different um, racial dynamics yeah. within New Orleans. So. We did a program through Celt at Tulane. Okay. To sort of open up a conversation about that. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine sometimes I think it might be a little difficult, like understanding the different things that different groups of girls go through with all of that. And Um, a lot of mentors aren't even from New Orleans. Okay. And that also provides a big cultural difference sometimes. Yeah. And although that's not the main point of WISE, it still can like create some differences. Yeah, so you want to make sure they're all on the same page and kind of understand where these girls are coming from. That's awesome. Um, So then what do you think the most important lesson that these girls are learning, whether it be your curriculum or sort of um, what you guys try to teach through um, like female support and empowerment? um, What do you want these girls, I guess, basically to like leave with? I think the biggest message is empowerment. We want to make sure that these girls feel as important and as smart as they really are even though all of our topics are different kind of the main point is always think for yourself use your resources like don't forget how powerful and smart you are as an individual and as a community yeah that's awesome yeah middle school so scary I, I keep saying that but it like I just am like getting flashbacks of middle school and just how like awful it was and you just like think about it's so scary you're turning what it's like right when kids hit puberty I guess so it's like this whole big time where you don't really know anything and boys especially like I was terrified of the boys in my middle school and like there's lots of teasing and it's just kind of it's not always a good environment exactly in middle school your world is so small yeah you think everything's a big deal college Mm -hmm. yeah you realize like I don't even think about anyone that I talk to in middle school yeah but when you're in middle school, that's all you've ever known. So yeah. it can feel really hard. Yeah. So that was another question I was going to ask you. What is one thing that you wish you could tell your middle school self? Um, wear less eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I used to wear this disgusting, like, bright purple shade of oh gosh. Um, eyeshadow. And it was like, I thought no one would notice it. I would like show up to school like one day with it on and people would ask me and I was like, what eyeshadow? Like I'm not wearing any. (laughs) It was so embarrassing. Oh my God. But I think mainly I would, I wish that I knew 
that there was so much support out there yeah. for young women because there are lots of messages that you're not really able to break down on your own when you're in middle school. Yeah. Just about what women should be like and how they should look and act. And yeah. I think that you don't really realize that lots of people are out there fighting that and yeah. supporting you. So I think that's important for them to know. Yeah. And I wish I knew that. Yeah, I think it's really important to kind of instill that at such a young age because then I think you kind of grow up with the same mindset of, like you said, like how a girl should look or what they should act exactly. like or what they should it's say. Yeah, yeah, and especially in an educational environment where, like, girl, you go to school to learn and, like, you have just as much as right to learn as a boy does. But yeah. maybe because you're taught from a younger age or you see, I guess, maybe on TV or in social media or just around you that girls are supposed to be quiet or, like, exactly. you don't. So then you don't get the full value of, like, your learning educational experience or anything like that. So I think that's great that you guys kind of instill that from a really young age. Yeah. Especially nowadays too. I feel like now it's becoming more of a like everyone's really starting to rally around Agreed. it. So it's awesome that it. you guys are really teaching yeah. these girls at such a young age to be such a part of a big community. I think yeah. that's starting to get even bigger and I love that. And really they teach me I feel like more than I teach them. Yeah. Sometimes we feel like we're going in with like a killer session and it's yeah. going to be awesome <laughs> and then they just like already knew everything in our like like we um during black history month we had them all write um a letter to a black woman that they look up to awesome because most of our mentees are black and yeah. um most of them wrote letters to themselves and Aww. i just went home feeling like wow like i wish that i w looked up to myself and was really proud of myself at that yeah. age too so it's so amazing and i really that's look up great. to them in that sense they're yeah yeah they're very self-assured and that's really so empowered. awesome. Yeah. I wish I was like that in middle school. Right? I'm like, I could still use some of that now. I exactly. need to hang out with these girls. Yes. That's so fun. Aw. Well, so then what do you guys sort of teach them also about like um, peer relationships then too? Like, so like I know bullying is sometimes a huge problem in middle school or just like creating friendships within this group since you said you have sixth to eighth graders. So do like some of the sixth yeah. graders look up to the eighth graders or um, do they sort of help each other out or start sort of relaying these messages to their peers at all? We really hope so. Yeah. And one of our sessions is healthy relationships. Okay, awesome. And I think when people think, like, about the term healthy relationships, they often think about, like, romantic relationships. Yeah. But we really try to stress, like, this is any relationship. This is a relationship between you and yeah. one of your caretakers, you and, like, your friends. And so this session we always do skits. And we do skits of, like, one healthy relationship and one unhealthy relationship. And okay. Okay. So then they get to play out a situation that maybe is, like, actually real in their lives. And then we all talk about it. Do we think that was healthy? What was healthy about that? What's a way that you could have responded differently? Yeah. So we try to make it as applicable to their lives as possible. Nice. And so hopefully that session really addresses peer relationships and what's a healthy relationship and what's not. Because I think in middle school you can kind of just go along with anything because they're yeah. like, oh, well, those are my friends. So heavily peer influenced. Yeah. That's great. I think that's a really good resource as well. Um, so then do you guys do any sort of um, community involvement outside the school or is it mostly just teaching these girls within um, their middle school? It is mostly just teaching them within their middle, middle school mm -hmm. and then um, some of our special events. Uh -huh. They're already so busy and we yeah. get, we're with them one day a week. And so 
we don't want to take up all of their time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so then are you guys just in one school right now? We are in one school now, and we're hoping to expand to a second one. Oh, that's awesome. This upcoming year. Nice. We have a lot of interest for mentors, and okay. unfortunately, we haven't been able to accept everyone just because we want to keep a pretty even ratio. Yeah. Um. So hopefully that'll work out. That's what we yeah. have on the horizon. Nice. And so then for people to get involved, do you guys mostly just recruit um, like Tulane college women then, and then they just apply, and how does that process work? Yeah, so um, there are applications and then there are interviews, but um, we really try to recruit women of color just because of the demographic of the school. Yeah. And it's important to have, you know, look up to people who look like you and are maybe from the same place as you. Yeah. And then, um, but if we're able to go to a second school, we'll be able to accept a lot more mentors, which That's would be awesome. great. Well, I hope you guys get the chance to do that. Hey. It sounds like you guys run a really great program. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I love your guys' mission and the curriculum that you guys do sounds really great. So keep up the good work. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so once again, I'm Natalie, host of Public Affairs, and this was Siri Anderson, the executive director of Women and Youth Supporting Each Other. Um, we have a chapter here at Tulane University, and she runs that. Um, so it was great talking to you today. Thank you so yeah, much for coming you. in, um, and good luck. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course.